right, Jordan Small, my colleague here at Following Your Spirit, thank you so much for joining me for our last podcast before official kickoff. Yeah, it's exciting. Let's let's get the season underway. That's right. It's been a few weeks since you have you and I have gotten on the program, but uh, there really there had the preseason. I don't really think there's a lot of you know you can um, what's the word I'm looking for. You can sort of assume things, you can wonder things, but you know preseason is a bunch of mixed match of people going out there. You're playing college teams. You don't really know what to think about the competition is in regards to how your team is. Game, game planning, stuff like that. So I didn't really think it was necessary to do any preseason stuff up until now. But with that said, the preseason does show us a little bit of the players that uh, we will get ready to see um, here. If anybody hears the beeping in the background, that means my dinner's ready. Um, <laughs> if <laughs> when uh, the players that we're going to see on the on the pitch for this season. So um, just briefly, Jordan, tell me go. We've wondered what sort of spirit team we're going to see this season. What? How do you feel? You feel optimistic after what you've seen in the past four weeks? Yeah, I mean, everybody um, has been kind of writing them off, and I I don't think that they're going to be as good as they were last season. Um, but I also don't think that they're going to be this uh, basement team. I I just can't see them finishing in 10th place with the talent that they have. Now, do they make the playoffs? Eh, maybe. But I don't think they're going to be as bad as people um, keep making it out to be. Yeah, I agree. So bef- so what we're going to talk about today, Jordan, uh, let me just say I've only been to one preseason game, which is why I don't have a lot to contribute to this conversation. I will say, though, uh, Christy Mewis looks phenomenal. Uh, thus far, maybe maybe I'm uh, exaggerating that a little bit, but uh, for someone who definitely underperformed, I think for her standards last season, coming off of and you know recovering from an injury, I think that uh, we're getting as much as we could expect for her, if not more, in just a small sample size that we've seen. Yeah, I mean, you look, and she didn't have the greatest season with Boston last year, and. Hopefully, uh, I think Spirit fans are looking for her to have a similar season as uh, Steph McCaffrey did when she left Boston to go to Chicago last year. I think a change of scenery is probably good for her. She spoke to us um, after the UNC game about how she's pretty much spent her entire life in Boston. She uh, went to school there and then played there for most of her uh, pro career. So I think, uh, yeah, you can't you can't ask for a whole lot more from her. I think she'll be very important um, on the set pieces, especially because, um, like she had in the UNC game, she has uh, quite the quite the foot on her. Yeah, absolutely. Before so the the main segment of this, uh, Jordan, we're going to give the podcast listeners a first look into my. Uh, my five bold <laughs> predictions of the season. So uh, this will come out uh, probably 24 hours before the official video comes out because I want our podcast listeners to be getting some exclusive content because uh, I know they've been waiting with bated breath for what I have to predict. Uh, before we get there, uh, I'm sure that with the turnover that's been going on uh, in the off season, we got new faces on the team. Um, there's probably new fans that are coming over to the spirit for whatever, for whatever reason, maybe last season was their first season. Uh, but either way, I want people to sort of 
know who to pay attention to. And this is called follow your spirit. And one way that we follow uh, our spirit is on the social medias. Uh, I'm not a snap person. Maybe you can contribute uh, in the snap <laughs> world. But um, let's start with Twitter. Who who do you believe is the best Twitter follow for the Washington spirit? Um, I'm going to have to go with my favorite is definitely Katie Stengel. She, uh, <laughs> she will make you laugh all the time. She has probably the funniest tweets and yes. they're just all around, uh, very funny. Yes, I agree. Even though she didn't tweet this, something that sort of, uh, displays her humor, you had an opportunity to interview her during media day. You asked her what she would be doing if she wasn't playing soccer, and she said being a trophy wife. Uh, so, uh, in jest, of course, uh, she, you know, she said that jokingly, but it was, uh, you know, it shows um, that side of her personality. Joe obviously is one of my one of my favorites, just because um, she's just so, I mean, motivating and passionate, and like it's difficult to not read a tweet from her and not feel like you need to like step up your game on. <laughs> how much you love life, you know? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, but Katie Stengel, definitely uh, definitely a good follow. What about Instagram? Um, I'm going to have to uh, go with either Steph LeBay or Shayna Williams because who can go wrong with lots of puppy pictures? Yes. Yes. Now, I have – it's t- I can't you know what we're not gonna say we're not gonna call which one's cuter um, because that we'd be here all night trying to <laughs> f- figure that out those the, all the puppy pics are uh, and it, it's kind of been fun watching the reality dating show that was <laughs> Shayna Williams and Jordan Matthews uh, which her uh, Shayna Williams Instagram followers saw plenty of and then we saw of course saw the big moment of them getting engaged and stuff like that so uh, that's been fun as well so I. Uh, agree wholeheartedly on those two. Are you a Snap fan? I am. I do Snapchat. Do you have a Uh, a Snap choice? Well, the only one that I believe I follow on Snapchat is Steph LeBay and, again, Puppy (laughs) Pictures. Yeah. And then um, the official Spirit account is also good because they do a lot of uh, player takeovers. Yeah. And that's where you get um, a lot of content from yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, Jordan, we're going to get into my five bold predictions. Now, you were aware, I think, of half of these. <laughs> and this was tough because last season I went one for five, <laughs> uh, which I think is pretty fair, being I came into the season only vaguely knowing uh, how the game of soccer worked or how who anybody on the team was. So uh, I came into it like, Crystal, who's Crystal Dunn? Now, um <laughs> The only one I got right, Jordan, which is funny, uh, is the one that everybody told me that I was absolutely wrong on, and that was that Crystal Dunn would not be the top goal scorer uh, of, of, the, of the team. Uh, she was not, uh, but unfortunately, that was the only one that I got correct. So this year, I wanted to try to be a little bit more accurate on like uh, while still keeping them bold. So the idea behind the bold prediction is there needs to be some doubt. It needs to be easy for people to kind of question, like, eh. You know, like I, people need to respond that way. So as you evaluate these, keep that in mind on not only how do you feel about the prediction, but do you think it's it's bold enough to be considered bold? Okay. Okay. Go. All right. You sound thrilled. Uh, <laughs> number one, Joanna Loman will exceed last season's performance, which was four goals, one assist. Okay. How does it make you feel? 
I could see that. Uh, she talked about uh, Media Day that she really was um, trying to build more strength and uh, get a little faster. So she looked good in preseason, and I uh, I feel good about that one. I think that could be a good one for you. Yeah, thanks. I actually think this is probably <laughs> the most likely of the five. So um, I think it's I think I'm considering them bold since uh, last season uh, was was uh, one of her best seasons. So uh, to to say that she would exceed that in a consecutive season, I think is bold enough. Five goals is tough for any player. Yeah, um, but I think especially that, midfield. Yeah, exactly. So um, I'm thinking. I'm thinking where I'm going to get this is I think she's going to hit the at least four goals, and I think that she may up the assists. I think we may see two or three assists from her this season. We already saw a couple, at least one, I know, in the preseason. And just in the practice that we are at, and granted that's just one practice, but it seemed like uh, she was very confident in her um, <laughs> in her passing and whatnot. Um, you know, it's, that is what it is. Number two, two players will score seven or more goals. Now, this prediction is coming with zero names, uh, and that's where I'm sort of trying to get away with this one. Last season, I called uh, Stengel or Nairn on double-digit goals. Didn't happen. This year, I'm scaling it back a little bit to a more reasonable number, but one that would definitely be a high feat, and I'm just saying two players in general. What do you think? I feel like there's definitely the ability on this team i i would uh i think two two players having that many is bold so definitely went with the bold one on that okay well it at least got the bold stamp um (laughs) i went so the reason why i think this is possible is um unfortunately our top goal scorer from last season isn't with the team right now it's stefania benini but joanna loman had four uh, Matheson had four. I know she's not you know, there. Stengel had four. Ordega, only having two, still shot a 67% shot on goal accuracy. So her potential is definitely there. I think that Shayna Williams had nine shots. Uh, so her volume was there. Um, I think that it's very possible, especially with Ordega. I think Ordega is going to uh, come through. Mewis was on fire this uh, this preseason. Um, I just pulled it up. Mewis had two goals uh, in the first game, uh, another goal in the second game. I don't think she had any in the third, and then she had one in. Uh, so she scored full uh, four in the preseason. I think Mewis is uh, definitely going to be a, a top contributor. And yeah, I think it's. I think saying one getting seven, I think that's a good prediction. I think two is what makes it bold. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a good segue into my third one. Now, this is where I've changed my mind, Jordan. No, uh, I originally coming into the preseason was going to say that Ordega would be our top goal scorer um, because that accuracy was there. Because I think that she gets a little bit more uh, involvement now that we've uh, that you know Benini and Dunn aren't playing for us this season. Um, but I can't say that Christy Mewis hasn't persuaded me <laughs> into believing that she is going to be the firepower um, of this offense. And I think since she had the underperformance last season and she is unproven with the spirit thus far in an actual game, I still think this makes it a bold prediction. I think Christy Mewis will be our top goal scorer in 2017. 
Man, picking a midfielder as your top scorer, that is bold. <laughs> yeah, I think so. But, you know, she's shown that she's not afraid to pull the trigger. Yeah. Um, and if, and, you know, granted, again, it's the preseason, but uh, who knows? We had two mid, uh, Diana Matheson, I know he put her all over the place, but she's yeah. a midfielder by trade, right? Yeah. Um, and so we had two midfielders that had four last season, and that was a tie for second. Um, I think that, uh, you know, I think maybe Jim Jim's uh, offense lends itself to uh, a midfielder who's willing to pull the trigger and willing to, to be on more of the offensive. And I think Chris Mewis will obviously be more involved in, uh, in the offense than, than maybe like Tori Huster would be. Um, I think it's possible. Yeah. So far, I think – so far, I'm pretty confident in Joe. I'm pretty confident in Mewis, actually. I feel pretty good about that one. Uh, I'm going to be embarrassed when she goes, like, one goal and the rest of the team each have, like, three apiece. But, <laughs> uh, all right, number four. Stephanie LeBay will be top three in clean sheets next season with at least five. I see that as very reasonable. So and you- I... Th- I think with uh, the lack of a major tournament this season, I think that is very attainable for her. Okay. Do you think that's bold enough? With the turnover on the back line and the uncertainty on the back line, I would say yes. Okay, that's what I was going with. Um, I know that if you looked at what she did last season, this seems very feasible, obviously, because uh, she was tied for third. Uh, in clean sheets, even with missing half the season. This is what's amazing about her. Even with missing half the season, still tied for third with Hope Solo uh, with five clean sheets. Um, only uh, Barnhart and Nair had more at six. Uh, and LeBay missed half the season. You know, she didn't – or she did not miss, but she didn't, uh, she didn't start half the season. So um, I think that her talent's obviously there. I think that with the turnover, I think this does make it – uh, a bit bolder, and that's sort of why I went top three. I think that she will, uh, she'll be up there, and I think she'll be within one um, of the top, and probably be in a similar situation this year where she's tied for third with another uh, another goalkeeper. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of good goalkeepers in the league, but I think I think that she uh, is up there and can definitely pull it off. Yeah. Uh, Number five. Now, this is uh, this is kind of a weird one, but I, I think it makes sense and it's it's measurable, which is what what matters. I believe that with the teams that the Spirit engaged in with trades over the off season, so that includes Orlando, Seattle, and Boston, I believe that in our head to head matchups or in the in, in the all the I think we will at least tie in the amount of points acquired in those matches. Does that make sense? Yep. So I think that we will draw or better with each of those teams uh, through the season. What do you think? I think that it's definitely a bold prediction, but I think that they can pull it off just because it's not uh, a Portland. I think the different – or the three teams in there – their seasons are very up in the air. They could go, um, they could be very high up in the standings, but they also could have horrible seasons. It just depends on how their new acquisitions uh, kind of come together. And so I think that's uh, that's a good prediction. I like that. 
Thank you. Where this gets tough is each of those three teams we play on the road first. So we go into Orlando, we go into Seattle, we go into Boston, and then Orlando comes to, comes to town, then Boston comes to town, and then Seattle is at the very end of the season. Um, I think that's where this gets tricky, whereas last season, uh, if I remember right, there was only two teams on the entire schedule that we visited first before hosting. Um, and so the the Spirit definitely had uh, a nice, uh, I guess we'll call it an advantage scheduling-wise that way. Um, this season, f- few more, uh, there's a little bit more visiting before hosting situations, and that's the case with all three of those teams. So, um, you know, in the first one of those is Orlando in week two. Uh, <laughs> so we'll see right off the bat uh, how each of these teams sort of square up with each other and how, you know, and I think in week two is when we'll, we'll really start getting our uh, impressions of either, either of these teams. And I think that Seattle is probably the trickier one on that, uh, that set. Do you agree? Oh, for sure. The, the travel, I think, uh, makes that more difficult than anything. Yeah. All right. Let's, uh, let's do it, Jordan. Let's call it when the season ends. Where will the Washington Spirit sit in the standings? I'm going to say sixth place. I'm going to stick with that. Okay. I don't think that that's, uh, you know, I think anybody's sort of nodding their head like, yeah. Like, I think that's fair. I think it's fair to look at not only the turnover that the Spirit have had, uh, but other teams and strength, strengths of schedule, stuff like that. Uh, I don't. I, I don't think that's uh, unreasonable. I'm going to get a little bit bolder. I'm not going to commit to one standing, but I'll, I'll commit to a scenario. I think that the spirit will be in pursuit of the fourth playoff spot going into the last week of the game. So I think that the spirit will be there, whether or not they're whether they're fourth, fifth, or possibly even sixth like you, depending on where the where the teams sit and points and whatnot, obviously. Um, but I think that going into the last week, uh, they will be in contention and be fighting for that last playoff spot. I, I can agree with that. I think that that's a very uh, that's a very good prediction. Thank you. I uh, I'm learning. Uh, Jordan, you uh, you said that uh, when when I first asked if you wanted to contribute a bold prediction, you had one. Yes. Uh, do you want to? Are you sticking with it? I am sticking with it. Let's hear it. I predict that the Spirit will lose just one game at home this season. Uh, so to clarify, you're saying they will lose, so they could draw or win all the others, but an actual outright loss happening one time this season correct call your game i think it will be sky blue interesting um so that so that's actually where i would place it as well mostly because and i don't know if this maybe you can tell me if this is a soccer thing a lot of times in uh in football and in basketball we we have what we call look ahead games right and where uh a team Maybe coming off of a, a decent a decent competition, then they're going against maybe some uh, normal competition right before a bigger game. Um, and the game that you're calling the Sky Blue game is the week before they go into Seattle. Um, and so I think that if there's a game where 
maybe they're caught looking ahead. Maybe they're, uh, I don't want to say caught slipping, but we saw it, I think, last season even, and Sky Blue is very familiar with uh, with the Spirit. I have been playing four games with them last season. Yeah, I think that that's where, uh, I think Portland, they come very prepared for. They eke out a draw. I think Orlando and Boston, very winnable games. Same thing with Chicago. By the time North Carolina comes to town, that's in August, we'll have a very good sense of who this team is. Uh, and I think that Jim will, will definitely be prepared for that. And, you know, Boston twice, uh, Seattle. Uh, I, I, I'm with you. I think Sky Blue as well. And I think that uh, it's a very good prediction. Thank you. They got to us last year at yeah. home, so. That was, uh, yeah, that was a, that was that a was, weird game. <laughs> it was a weird game. But that, that four-game stretch, um, as much as I didn't like the idea of having to play one team four times, um, I thought it was kind of interesting on how you saw the, ad- like, how they were adapting to each other with each game that progressed and, and, and the different, uh, uh, and the ways that they, they played each other. Jordan, any final thoughts going into the season? Um, let's uh, let's end with a player to surprise us this season. Looking at this roster, uh, I, I don't know if we can say that there's a star player. I don't know if we can say that there's a face that stands out as the the lead. We know we we um, Zadorsky has gotten the the captain's ban a couple times. I think we can fairly assume it wasn't discussed at media day, but I think we can fairly assume that. Uh, she will begin the season as captain. Um, you know, LeBay, I know, is a fan favorite. Joe's a fan favorite. The local, like, the fans that have been here for a while obviously love Tori, but I don't think it'll be stands out like a Dunn or a Krieg or even a Nairn. Uh, who do you think is the surprise this season? Who's going to be the, the person that really becomes the face of the organization? I'm going to say uh, Katie Stengel. She had a really good uh, off season playing over in the W League, and... I think that she's going to have to be that leader on the front line, and she's a face that the Spirit fans should really uh, get to know. Yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, good preseason as well. Goal in the first game, goal in the second game, uh, goal in the third game, and I think she had a goal in the fourth game, didn't she? Uh, I believe so, yeah. Clicking through. Nope, nope. Nope. That was was Joe. Sorry, Joe. Because um, <laughs> you know Joe listens. Yeah, I think that uh, I, I wholeheartedly agree with that. I'm not even sure that I even have a better answer uh, than that. I think that this is um, I think this is the come out year for for Shanna Williams though. Yeah. Uh, uh, she uh, has her hustle's great. Um, I feel like she looks more confident in the things that she's doing on the field and in in what I have seen so far this preseason. And I'm excited to see. Uh, what she does, and of course, I'm I'm really excited to see how our injured players uh, come back from recovery and can then contribute uh, their talent as well with Cali, uh, Didasco, uh, and then you know, I, don't, I don't think we'll see Weiss this season. I guess it depends, yeah. but um, I think that it's more difficult. I wanted to ask about the goalkeeper uh, th- that if there was any competition right now with Didi and LeBay. Um, but I didn't really want to ask him. <laughs> like I wanted to ask him, but I didn't really want to ask him. I was afraid he'd give me this look like, I don't want to talk to you about goalkeepers anymore, Tim. Because uh, I, I brought that up a lot last season. But I think that you know it was an unpopular situation with LeBay 
going off to the Olympics, coming back, and her starting job wasn't there anymore, to Weiss, who had performed very well while she was gone, and Jim went with the hot hand, and, uh, or the hot gloves, I suppose, and, and had a lot of confidence in her and, and rode her all the way through the championship. Um, I think that there's no, there's no way that happens this season. Um, not that Kelsey can't compete, but I don't think there's a scenario, unless LeBay gets hurt for any reason, I don't think there's a scenario in which Le- where Kelsey starts over LeBay and then holds that starting job for the rest of the season. Yeah, I mean, even... I, I'm going to be interested to see when Weiss is fully healthy to see if she pushes um, Dee Dee out because mm. watching Dee Dee yesterday, she was basically on fire. She was yeah. playing very well, and um, she has fought really hard to get where she is, and I just don't see her uh, going down without a fight. And I, I would I would take a goalkeeper who has been healthy and playing in the preseason and all of that over a goalie that's coming back off an ACL injury. I mean, that that's just my personal preference. Yeah, no, I agree. And I, um, I was, I'm less familiar with Didi than, than you are obviously, but, um, watching her at media day, uh, she was great. I mean, she, she's got hops. I mean, it, yeah. she was reaching, uh, heights and lengths, uh, di- her diagonals were great. I don't know if that's what you guys call them. I'm just making, I'm just making shit up. But, uh, you know, like she was getting serious air. Um, in, um, I think you even compared her to a uh, to Ashlyn Harris. Yes, I, I would say probably more controlled Ashlyn Harris. Yeah. Because sometimes, well, that's a whole nother story. That's a whole that, story. We love Ashlyn yes. Harris. We would never see anything poor about her on the show. Uh, <laughs> absolutely. Jordan, thank you so much for joining me. It's been uh, it, it's been a pleasure, uh, you know, working with you over the off season. You've done fantastic on these player previews. Um, I asked you to do three, and then you did them all. <laughs> uh, so thank you so much for doing that. If you, if you, those listening, if you've not seen those previews, go to spiritcoverage.com, uh, and they're all there. Uh, yeah. Phenomenal work by Jordan. Jordan will be having a short segment here on the podcast as the season kicks off. It'll hopefully come out on within 24 hours of the the season or the the uh, games ending, um, which will be sort of a game recap, and then I will contribute with uh, the typical player interviews and such that uh, we're accustomed to from last season. And yeah, we're doing at least much, at least that much. Yeah, and uh, probably going to do a, a short written recap after games, but. Definitely yeah. uh, look That's right. look out for all that. Look out for all of that. Jordan, get back to being smart at school and stuff, <laughs> and I'll see you on Saturday uh, at the Soccerplex. Yes, we'll see you then. Yeah.